I want to recognize that we're often in a relationship with wonderful people, and even that's not enough. Because for whatever reason, the values don't line up. Hey, lovebirds. Another episode of Free Love Advice. This time with a woman who has found herself growing apart from her husband again. What do you do when the values you hold dear don't line up with those of your partner? How do you leave a loving relationship knowing that you deserve more? What happens after you've given it chance after chance after chance and the change you want isn't coming and isn't realistic? How can we honor our relationship and celebrate it while honoring ourselves and leaving that relationship? These are all incredibly hard questions to answer. And that's what we're doing today. We're answering those questions. And if you were curious about what coaching with me looks like and sounds like, this episode is probably the closest thing that I have published to what a coaching session with me is. My name is Sean Galanos, and this is The Love Drive. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. How can I help you? Um, well, I have, I'm headed into my second divorce. Mm. And for the same reason as the first, apparently, I mean, different situations, but my first husband had told my brother that, well, she changed. And now I'm entering into that again, or we've actually kind of exited that. Um, we still live in the same house, but we are totally separate. Like I have my own space. He has his own space, but I just go through periods of growth. I feel like I'm, if a person is not growing and evolving with a continuously changing and evolving world, then we're just kind of going to, you're just going to stay in the same spot. And that's just not my personality. I like to learn things, grow, be better, do better. And my husband now, when I've, you know, he, he's military, so he deployed um, for about nine months. And when he came back, I had made a lot of changes to myself, to my diet. And it was for us because we were having trouble um, getting pregnant and having kids. So I just took it on myself to like make myself really healthy to see if that would help. And so when he came back, I'd made all these changes and he you know, kind of freaked out a little bit because I'd made changes to like our food and things like that. Well, as this stuff has progressed, like I'm still growing, evolving, changing. I mean, I'm changing careers, um, things like that. And he just told me that I'm just too, he actually said it would be too much work to stay with you because you are you're growing so much and I can't catch up to that. And I can't, you know, I don't know how to do that. So it's just too much work to stay with you. Mm. 
That sounds hard to hear. Yeah. That was hard to hear. It was, I don't think I've ever had somebody say something to me like that before, you know? It's almost a compliment. I mean, he recognizes the fact that you're growing. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he even, you know, during our times where we were kind of arguing and stuff, like he would say, well, I don't know who I'm going to come home to. You know, he's military. He does the same thing five days a week. Um, he's towards the end of that career. So some changes are coming from for him. Um, he's been in for 18 years. So like he's getting ready to retire and he's really never been a civilian. So I'm trying to like help him and show him that like you got to be able to roll with the punches and change and grow and do the things and it's just, he just likes routine. And that was kind of what I became in his life was a routine. Mm. You know, I became his, when you pick up a, a wife and she becomes a military wife, I mean, I quit my job. I sold my car. I got rid of my apartment. We moved to Germany. So I gave everything up because I've had some people say, well, you have to be vulnerable. I think that giving up my total identity was pretty damn vulnerable, you know, Um but at the same time, it's just like I just became this routine. Our sex became a routine. That was the first thing to go because it is incredibly important to me. I'm a very sexual person, a passionate person. You know, that's kind of a, that's just, it's just really important to me. And so that was kind of the first thing that left. Once that leaves for me, I mean, I'm going to go quiet because once I start talking, and that's the other thing. I mean, obviously I communicate. I like to talk. So I communicate, but he doesn't. He says he doesn't know how to communicate. So I tried to work with him on that. Like this has been going on for two years. What are you hoping to get out of our conversation? Maybe... A perspective of myself that maybe I'm not seeing. Um, maybe something I should do different in the future. Or you know, I just it's almost like I'm just needing closure and advice for moving forward because I don't really I mean, I'm 38, you know, it's like I'm, I'm young. So young. I'm so young and I have so much to give and I'm, I'm such a valuable person to have in your life. I love that. And I just, I don't want to continue to feel like I'm like a failure. Um, like it's my fault for, for wanting change and wanting to be a better person and for wanting to you know, to take my partner with me on that journey, you know, because you're supposed to grow together. I mean, I can't just come home and do the same shit every single day, day in and day out, and watch a whole world full of wonder pass me by. You know, some people really want that. To watch a world full of wonder pass them by? To come home and do the same shit over and over again. Oh my God. <laughs> It like your husband. <laughs> it's it's comforting. Routine is comforting. Yeah, and I guess that's the reason he just says that he doesn't want to change. Change is scary. It's terrifying. And I you know, and that is probably something where I mean he has he's done four tours in Iraq. You know, he's seen some stuff. And for me, 
I started seeing some stuff at a really young age. I was 14 when I lost my dad. I lost my mom six years ago. My first divorce was after I'd taken care of my uncle who was dying. So my sister and I were kind of dealing with that. And we were doing this, you know, 24, uh, 48 on, 48 out, 48 hours off. And my husband said that, that, well, it changed her. She changed. You know, my brother kind of said to him, it's like, she's supposed to. But at the same time, and through this one, two years ago, my sister's um, husband accidentally shot himself in the face. So it just seems like I've, with each trauma that comes to me, with each, I mean, these are close people to me. You know, these are my parents and my family. I go through major periods of growth there. I feel like it is a something I do for survival. To be able to not get stuck in the grief. And I try to find the, like, what good is supposed to come from it, you know, instead of just saying, oh, well, it happened. Oh, well, you know, it's just like we don't ever deal with the things. And I just haven't been given, my life has been a constant change and a constant something out of left field that I just would never expect. And so I'm pretty agile with the change and I welcome it. You know, because I know that it's what's going to help me. It's been your way of moving through trauma. Mm-hmm. Not everybody has that. You value it, and you found a way through trauma that actually helps you grow. Like you said, you're agile in it. That's who you are. Then why am I picking the wrong? people well that's a different question (laughs) (laughs) like what what is happening you know like why it's like i i get these these men and like i mean he's a wonderful man like i cannot say that enough like he is an incredibly he just has such a good heart and he's such a good man you know and for i guess you're Average girl that just likes to do the same thing day in and day out, get the same bouquet of flowers every month, get the same sex is the same routine. Oh my goodness, that was a joke. Me trying to spice up our sex life, that was a joke. I'd like to see those two people come together. Right? I want those two people to find each other. The ones that really appreciate routine and feel comfortable in it and... And there's something exciting about that. I'm not knocking routine. I'm a routine kind of guy. I like it. Makes me feel safe. I know what I'm doing on Wednesday night. And also, I'm super adventurous. So I'm saying that to say that I I don't want to knock people that really appreciate routine. And I also want those people to find each other. Yeah, I don't... I'm not knocking routine. I, I just don't think that your sex life should be routine. Or mine, I'll say your, I'm saying mine. That's a whole mine. different podcast. Yeah, <laughs> you know, oh, for sure. Um, <laughs> I don't mind routine. I guess I do mind not opening your, your mind to what's there or not opening your mind to a different way. That's another thing is I'm, he says all the time that I'm really smart and he doesn't even know how to talk to me because I'm so smart. Hmm. 
So it's like I get these wonderful compliments, but they're so hurtful at the same time. Yeah. How do you? <laughs> he sounds like a wonderful person. He is. And I want to recognize that we're often in a relationship with wonderful people, and even that's not enough. Because for whatever reason, the values don't line up. And these are important. And it's important for you to grow and to change. That's part of who you are. That's how you are in the world. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's beautiful. Everything is constantly changing. So for someone who believes that, then your way works. It works for you. And your way is also incredibly threatening to other people who don't believe that, who don't believe that everything must change. And I'm of your mindset. I think that relationships are unstable. Life is unstable. It's constantly shifting. I have this conversation all the time. And I have a mentor that says, wear it like a loose-fitting sweater. It being whatever, life, people, relationships, jobs. I love that. So flow into it, right? There's a lot of flexibility. There's a lot of uncertainty. I can imagine that your husband would feel very uncomfortable in a loose-fitting sweater. <laughs> oh, for sure. I mean, <laughs> like he, he just, you know, and I, I don't know. What do I do moving forward? How do I, you know, because, I mean, with two, well, I'm about to be 39, so with two divorces under your belt by 39, holy shit, you know, like thinking about trying to even even think about it is so far gone because partially I feel like, you know, after this, it's like I am, you start to have those feelings of maybe I'm just supposed to be alone. And I don't really believe people are supposed to be alone. Some people are, I don't believe you are. I appreciate that because it's just like I I give myself so fully and I have so much to give. But it's like anytime I try to make it work and I give so much of myself in the beginning, maybe that's a mistake. Mm-hmm. It's maybe a pattern. Pattern. It is a pattern. A pattern that's worth exploring. I'd like to see you give yourself to somebody who values growth and change as much as you do. I'm starting to think that person doesn't exist. Oh, come on. <laughs> or maybe I'm how, not whoa, the right whoa, whoa, hold place on, hold on. to find... <laughs> yeah. How defeatist of you. <laughs> yeah, that's not me. I'm disappointed that the, the, the woman who values change and growth that's not me. thinks that there isn't somebody else out there who also values that. Maybe that's just like some sideways opinion I have of myself. It's like, you know, it's a judgment. It's an old story. It's old story. Yeah. There yeah it it's is. a stupid story, you know, that doesn't serve you. Like if you start to believe that, then then just forget it. Stay with, stay, stay with where you are. Oh my God. My, I'm so uncomfortable. I can't stay. Good. You know, it's like, it's to that point. Like we're, we are like, there's no, animosity in the house there's no there's like no one did anything to each other my first husband he cheated on me after all that so that one was easy like that was easy fuck him yeah you know it's like the trash took itself out but now it's 
it's not that way. And I've also ended up in a position where like we've moved so much in our four years. And now I'm going to school and totally changing my career from what it was, which was a stressed out mess to something where I can give back in this world. So now I'm basically, I have no job, no income. I'm in this little island where Fort Benning exists. And it looks like I'm going to have to figure out how to move without even a job. And I don't even, because he thinks I'm just going to stay. I really think that he thinks we're just going to be like these cool roommates forever. But like my anxiety inside cannot continue to do this, you know, because I just, I want something more than to talk about the weather or to constantly feel like I'm influencing somebody's life that doesn't want to be influenced. That's a big one. I'm excited for you. (laughs) And you are uniquely suited for this next step. Someone who can grow and change. Great. You can handle moving with no job. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm so brave. Like there's, I'm so desensitized to so many things that like, there's nothing that scares me. It's kind of wild. And maybe cultivating sensitivity towards this next person whenever they show up and being more tuned into, is this somebody that values change and growth? Yeah, I guess that's the thing. Like, how can I, how make sh- how do I make sure I don't choose wrong again? <laughs> you have a conversation with them yeah. over and over and over and over again about what's important to you. And you listen to your body when they answer. Does it land? Or does it feel a little off? Yeah, that is something. Um, that's another thing. I do a lot of um, study astrology and that's something he can't even begin to try to understand. Yeah. Can you talk to somebody about the stars? <laughs> yeah. That would be a big thing. It's like, can I actually have a conversation with somebody about the stars and, or just about energy that's inside us and how you feel when somebody's around? Okay. So you've got plenty of ways of figuring out whether someone values change and growth. I mean, you can ask them stories about their life. And if they say, yeah, I spent 35 years in the military. <laughs> That might be sort of an indicator that they're maybe not the kind of person that you want to invest in. That's that's very accurate. I, you don't even know how fast I'll run from military in the future. Well, <laughs> not just military, business. You know, I worked my way up from mailboy to CEO in 30 years of this company. Uh, maybe not the biggest risk taker. Sure, there's growth there, right? It also shows a lot of consistency, which is great. Ambition, yeah. Ambition, but maybe not the the type of personal growth yeah. that you're after. They start telling you stories about ways that they've transformed their life over and over again through various experiences and, tra- and traumatic s- situations and how they've had to reinvent many times. Well, that might be a little bit closer to what you're looking for. Mm. I mean, you have all this inside you. You have these answers. It does get tricky when we, we're on the brink of getting swept away into a new romance. 
because we all want it, especially if you're thinking that you're not going to find somebody, then you meet someone that kind of fits the criteria. If you squint, you know, and it gets kind of blurry focus and you're like, yeah, this, this person values this kind of stuff. And maybe they don't as much as, as much as you need them to. You know, and honestly, I'm sitting here thinking about, you know, this conversation we're having and looking back at when I met him. Maybe I wasn't honest with myself about actually what I really wanted, what I needed. I forget what I wanted, what I needed. Mm -hmm. Honest with myself. That's a pretty big thing. And now I'm definitely very honest with myself. I have done so much growth just in the past year of really like getting to the core of who I am because I saw the same thing happening. I think we're here to learn from each other. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. I mean, we're here to communicate and connect with each other. Communication's a huge thing for me. It like it's a it's a must. Like when I ask somebody something and they're just like blinking, looking at a deer and head looking like a deer in headlights, it's like do you don't even do you even know what you feel or think or and that's not to say that everybody needs to have answers all the time you know that answer might be whoa that is such a huge concept i'm gonna have to marinate on that for a bit let me get back oh to my you. goodness that would be a good answer to you i mean for i mean because we've tried you know i have communicated with him i've been very you know sit him down, talk to him about all of these things. And he does say to let me think, but then that's another thing. It's one of my biggest aggravations is that he just goes right back into the same pattern. It's almost like if I don't talk about it for a day or two, maybe she'll just forget. And we can go back to being this surface relationship of happiness. When one of the two is not happy, it, it's not a happy relationship. That's the truth. It works for him. Status quo works for him. It does not work for you. It's definitely working for him. I mean, we haven't even had sex in months, months. months. Yeah, that's that's a long time. Yeah. I'm reading a book right now called Slow Sex. God, that's a dream. <laughs> <laughs> the whole book is a dream. I, I'm currently experiencing slow sex with my partner, and it's it's mind blowing. I bet. Talk about energy and spirituality. Mm-hmm. I bet to say the energy shared there is powerful. So just that, just that you're not getting that, and that you want that. That's enough to to walk away with integrity and alignment. That's really what I needed. It's just like, you know, there's, when you talk to family or anybody like that, they don't really have a true outsider's opinion. I hear what you want. And it doesn't sound like you're going to get it from this man. As sad as that is. It's incredibly sad. Yep. And I don't even think he's going to be able to to know where it went wrong or to know how to get his own closure or his own healing. 
I think he's just going to bury it with everything else. Mm-hmm. And that absolutely breaks my heart. Mm-hmm. I also have to accept that I'm not responsible for his future or his feelings. You've done your best. You did try. There's only so much you can do. I did. Over and over and over. Yep. Gosh, Sean, thanks. (laughs) Just one more thing. A 39-year-old with two divorces, no big deal. I really hope not. I don't think it's going to be a big deal for the right person. Exactly. If you can own the story, which is that you continue to grow and your partners didn't, and that now you realize how valuable it is to be matched with somebody who also values growth, that right person is going to say, oh yeah, that totally makes sense. And by the way, I value growth. It's just such a beautiful thing to grow and to be a better version of yourself than you were, you know, yesterday or a year ago or five minutes ago. I went to a tantric massage. Oh, I was so interested in that. When you said you were going, I was like, oh my gosh. That sounds like my thing. Yeah. I'll share a little bit with you. Tantric massage retreat for couples, weekend long. Six couples, two facilitators who are also a couple, both Tantra, whatever, masters. <laughs> um, you show up to this house and there's, you know, all, all sorts of different, and just couples in different phases of their life all of them committed to growing together you know there was me and my lover young love there was people that had known each other even like just a couple weeks and they wanted to do this exciting thing together there was a couple that hadn't had sex in a while because of their new child and were looking to reconnect and they're brave that's a brave way to reconnect yeah it was fun. It was fun. It was edgy. It was present. And there was beautiful communication. There were sharing circles where people shared about their experience and why they were there and what brought them there and what they were hoping to get out of the weekend. And and you saw the transformation over the weekend. You know, people's faces became slack and relaxed. Their eyes started shining brighter. People were breathing more. It was just like, it was beautiful. It was really beautiful intimate intimate connection with the person that you just that you love oh my gosh and and in in the presence of others right so you're you're sort of witnessing other couples become stronger and grow while other couples are witnessing you and your person learn and stretch it was beautiful that's amazing. That is beautiful. And the reason I brought it up is that there were 
couples in their 40s and 50s that thought that they would never meet another person again, and then they found their person. That's amazing. The hosts, you know, it was a seven-year-old man with a 45-year-old woman. Dang. Go ahead then. (laughs) Yeah. That's wonderful. You know, and I guess that's another thing is like I see my mom got divorced. She was married to my dad for 22 years. Um, She had to divorce him for financial reasons. It was the only way she would get money for us because we were still very young. And then she remarried and she really remarried this total piece of shit person. You know, and I think about her doing that, you know, at her age, which it'll put us right about the same. Well, no, she was older. She was 47, I guess. And I look at who she married and it was just like the worst decision ever because he was such a piece of trash. I guess I'm haunted a little bit by that of that's what it's like when you get, when you reconnect when you're older. (laughs) Old story. I'll have to let that one die. Well, you know, also, thank God she showed you how not to do it. There you go. Thank you for that. Thanks, Mom. I'm sorry you had to go through that. I'm sorry that that was the choice that you made, Mom. And I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do the opposite. And that's We often do either the exact same or the opposite of our parents. Hmm. Yeah, he, uh, he was not a good person. I saw people at that that weekend workshop that had been single for a long time, including myself. And my story was sort of, oh, I I guess it's not for me anymore. And that's a story that does not serve me. Because it's not true. And if you wear life like a loose-fitting sweater, then the possibilities are endless. That is exactly how I go through life. Kind of like very spontaneous. I don't know. We just, we get one shot here, you know, it's, well, I get one shot in this body Mm. and it is, I mean, all around us is so many beautiful things and and it does change i mean like if we they're like oh well life doesn't change you just do the same thing over and over and over like the leaves every single year change colors and die and then new growth comes that is how that's just how i view life it's how i view myself and it's got to be a requirement for the next one if the next one comes along oh when when the next one comes over. Come on, did you not learn anything? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm still kind of in, in these weird little doubts of, you know, God, am I too much? You know, because when you, I was, you know, it's like my whole life, like, sis, you know, so I'm the youngest of three. And like, you're always too much. You're too dramatic. You're too this. You're too that. And I'm still living down some of the, some of that, you know, bullshit that it put in my head. You are too much for some people. And just right for some other people. And not enough for the rest. That's true. You just find, you know, find someone. I mean, that's like, oh, well, how? (laughs) That's a different conversation. 
Yeah, the how is a different conversation. I'm just going to kind of let this one ride for a while. Well, the how, <laughs> actually, we can just go there. The how is by staying open and by being mm, discerning about who we let into our lives. The discerning part, I'm, I'm really understanding now, starting to understand. I'm always open. That's just who I am. Like I'm always open to new people, new friends, new, I don't make new people pay for somebody else's mistake. You know, that's just something I don't do. Yeah. It's, it's worth not being so wide open at first and being protective of your energy because we have a finite amount of it. Although, you know, in some circles, energy is infinite and you can just tap into the earth and that's not for everybody. That concept. That is that. Um, I agree with you on that concept. It is, but there are still people out there who will definitely drain you. And if you're spending all your time trying to refill from a person that drains you, that's not life either. No. And you know, in, there's only so many hours in the day, so let's prioritize spending them with people that value us and celebrate us and are along the path. And I think it's also worth noting that not everyone's going to grow at the same pace. And you can also be in a relationship with someone who doesn't grow, but who celebrates the shit out of you and isn't scared of your growth. Who doesn't make you feel like a, like an exhibit in the zoo. No. <laughs> yeah. You could be, you could actually be with someone who doesn't value growth in them as much as, they do in you. And as long as that doesn't stop you from being you and that doesn't put any sort of constraints on the relationship, I can actually see that working. I can see it working with encouragement because it, it's one thing to, I mean, I, I said that like three months ago, I was like, I honest to God feel like you look at me like I'm an exhibit in the zoo because it's just like, she's so out there that he's just watching and he doesn't even at all understand it. It's just like, I'm, I don't even know, but there's no celebration. There's none of that. None. What if you had a partner that was like, look at my baby. She's so out there. She's doing all sorts of wild stuff every weekend. She comes back and talks to me about it. Sometimes we try some of it. She brought a book back called slow sex. I don't know anything about it. It was really awkward. We did it. She really liked it. I kind of liked it. That would be amazing. And then I want to just watch my my eagles win something. Yeah, because that gives me time by myself because I do value my alone time. This is totally good. Like that we just made it like the best situation. <laughs> yeah, you it, it doesn't have to all be the same level of growth at the same rate in the same direction. And someone can be routine oriented but still love the shit out of the fact that you really value growth and change. And that's hard. It's hard for sure to find someone who can be steady and a rock and also with someone that's also constantly changing. But guess what? Feminine energy is very shifty and flowy. Masculine Mm -hmm. energy is often more solid. Mm -hmm. So I think it's possible. I think it's totally possible. I love that. I love the idea of that. You know, I don't know what's going to find me in the future, but. We just opened up more possibilities. 
Yeah, I was about to say that's a whole brand new possibility. Brand new. So what are you walking away with today? To continue to value myself. No matter what someone else's opinion of me is. Mm. And to know that I'm not broken, that I don't break everything that I touch. Hmm. Um, that I just haven't. I keep giving myself away to those that are not in alignment with me. We're in alignment with future me's. One small addition to all of that. Mm. no relationship is a mistake. You're right. It serves for as long as it serves until it no longer serves, and then we move away. We transition. And this relationship with your current husband is the relationship that you needed to have the experiences that you had and to come to this very moment. That's so true. Without this relationship, you might not have gotten here we might not be talking, right? We probably wouldn't be talking. We wouldn't be talking. So it's worth honoring the relationships that we're in for what they've given us, even if what they're currently giving us is no longer what we need. But it was for a while. That's so true. I was given a space to be able to kind of reconnect with myself of what I wanted to do, um, a, a passion of mine that I'd put on the back burner, uh, you know, to help people change their lives health-wise. That is something I've really, really loved. I've had a passion for it for a long time, and I guess and I did get that space to do that, to start school, to to hang up my nine-to-five hat, my <laughs> and to just kind of explore myself a little bit. And make some really good decisions. I would share all of that with your with your husband as you transition. I will. I'm guess what? I'm trying to decide how to pour some things out to him. Mm. Thinking about writing a letter. Mm. He doesn't deal well with the communication stuff, like the talking. It can be very confronting for people who aren't used to it. Yeah. A letter sounds like a good idea. I'll be sure to put that in there because I don't, I just, I want him to go away knowing that he is a good man and knowing that he deserves exactly what he's looking for. And so do you. And so do I. And I'm the one that's responsible for me. I can't help him do his. You are your advocate. That goes for every relationship, you know? Not just, you know, partners or... I think that overflows into our friendships, our family relationships, all of that. You're your advocate and... It's really nice to be in a relationship with someone who also advocates for you. You can each advocate 
for each other mm-hmm. and celebrate each other and support each other and rise together, help each other grow. That's nice. I mean, I wish that for everybody. Oh gosh, I wish that for everybody. For everyone. Yep. All beings. Is this an appropriate time to stop? I think so. Like I'm I'm good. Thank you, Sean. I mean, it's just a matter of being able to talk to somebody who's not judging me, who's not have doesn't have their own agenda, you know. Oh, I have an agenda. Oh well, yeah, yours is different. <laughs> yours doesn't have anything to do with what choices I make in my life. That's not true. I mean, that's not true. You want me to be happy and you want me to be fulfilled and loved in the way that I should be. Yeah. And to, and you want me to have sex. I know that you do. <laughs> so much sex. The slowest, juiciest, most fulfilling sex that you've ever had that transcends this reality and and shoots you into a fourth dimension, of course. Oh God, yes. Like that is like what I crave and it just Oh my goodness. Thank you, Sean. I really appreciate it. You're very welcome. My pleasure. Thank you, lovebirds, for spending this time with me and my mystery guest exploring the incredibly challenging daunting task of leaving a partner that is loving and yet not what you need and not what you want. This episode was very close to what coaching with me sounds like, feels like, looks like. And I am here to support you if you are struggling. And if you need an objective person to help guide you and challenge you and reflect and who wants what's best for you. Send me a message or book an appointment and let's find out how I can help. Go to thelovedrive.com forward slash coaching. And in the meantime, have a beautiful week. <laughs>